Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I'm happy we finished first paragraph this morning. So let me talk second paragraph. This function, second paragraph, this functioning makes life into life, makes death into death. At the very time of this functioning manifesting, it is neither necessarily great nor necessarily small. It is neither the whole universe nor the restricted part of it, neither entire uh, eternity nor instant. The life of this present moment is within this functioning. This functioning is within life of this present moment. Uh, the word I translate here as functioning is kikam. Ki is the same key in Zen ki. So this is functioning. And this kam is uh, one meaning of this can is barrier. Barrier? Like Mumon Kan is gateless barrier. Same can as in Kan in Mumon Kan, one of the Koan texts. So this is a barrier, but another meaning of this is joint. And uh, also, uh, in Japanese, uh, relation is kan and kan kei is relation. That means uh, it's not a one single piece, but many, there are different pieces or parts are connected with joint. So there's some separation and connection. You know, it's like a car. You know, car consists of many different parts, but somehow they are connected and function as one thing. That is what kikan means. So kikan also means, in Chinese and Japanese, means uh, organization organization or institution, uh, not a machine, but a human uh, uh, community. Within human community, there are certain uh, structures and different departments uh, there, and, and yet all those departments are connected and related and function as one thing. That is what this kikan means. So in this writing, Dogen use this word kikan as a uh, you know, structure of 
interdependent origination. It's uh, connected with uh, everything within the network or Indra's net, not only space, but also time as I always draw. So this entirety is Kikan. Uh, this is, and the function of this structure is Zenki. Uh, and the structure is called Kikan. So they work together. You know, the, I, to me, the English word interconnectedness uh, or interdependence is in interesting uh, word or concept. In order to, you know, interdependent, we need both independence and dependence. If there's no in independence, this is simply one piece then uh, it cannot be interconnect, interdependent. But in order to interdependent, inter, uh, in, interdependence, we need both some sort of independence and those independence uh, things dependent each other. That is what interdependent mean, I think. And this, this is how it works. Each being has some independence, and yet they can uh, exist uh, only within the relation with other parts. And yet these parts have some independence. So there are two sides. One is independence, or, uh, and another side is independence. It's like, you know, stomach and heart are different, and yet they work together as a piece, part of this entire body. So this, uh, this I, thought I translated this as a functioning. Originally, I translated it as a mechanism. But some people said mechanism doesn't uh, work or doesn't make sense, so I changed into functioning. Functioning of this uh, structure. So we are part of this uh, total functioning. And we are a product of this total functioning. So that this functioning makes life into life and makes death into death. So uh, things, everything, everything happening is the function is uh, caused by this total functioning. Everything is working together. Even to make this small person, to make this small person be born, not only you know my parents, but also everything support my parents. Everything supported my parent, and uh, after I was born, you know everything helped me and support me to be shohaku. So, uh, as I said, you know, shohaku is is like a bubble. 
there's no such uh, fixed uh, independent uh, entity called the shohaku, but this is simply the collection of different elements, and this collection uh, can exist as a one, one piece or one collection uh, without the support of all beings, including air, water, foods, and other people's help, and what I studied, and what <coughs> Uh, you know, I work together. So without those relation among those elements, there's no such things called shohaku. So this functioning makes shohaku as shohaku. So and there's no such things called a shohaku. This is one side of this functioning, and later he talks another side or from another direction, he says, says the same uh, kind, of, kind of opposite thing. And at the very time of this functioning manifesting, you know, this functioning is always manifesting. So this, at the very time of this functioning manifesting means always. It is neither necessarily great nor necessarily small. It is neither the whole universe nor the restricted part of it, neither eternity nor instant. That means this functioning, whether this entirety or any part of it, like, like us, each one of us, we cannot measure whether it's uh, big or small or uh, great or not great, or variable, or not variable. Or we cannot say this is, what I'm doing is kind of a restricted within the uh, area, you know, I can work. I'm a Buddhist priest, so I work within Buddhist community. And my temple is really small. So my range of my work is really small, even though sometimes I travel. But that is very tiny part of this world. And yet this, uh, my tiny range of my work is connected with nearly entire world. You know, I came here uh, by airplane Without the airplane, I am I cannot be here. And uh, in order to, uh, you know, fly the airplane, you know, thousands of people are working at the airport and at the airline company. And you know, each of those people are supported by their family and other people. When we see in that way, you know, this connection or relation are really. Uh, infinite. So even uh, this, my activity of, of you know, talking about Dogen's writing and just sitting in this zendo, you know, this entire universe is really supporting. Without this support, you know, I cannot do this. And also, I cannot measure whether this is right, this is small or big, 
90 minutes in this session. It's very long to me, you know, to speak in English for 90 minutes is really long time to me. You know, basically I'm thinking in Japanese and understanding Dogen in Japanese and somehow my mouth speak in English. So within here in my brain, it, you know, my brain works so hard. And so after, you know, three hours of talk a day, I'm really tired. Uh, if I can say like or dislike, I don't like this. <laughs> but somehow I think this is my uh, something, at least only one thing I can offer. You know, as a person who was born in Japan and uh, educated as a Buddhist and trained uh, as a Buddhist priest uh, and moved to America and share uh, this teaching of Dogen. You know, uh, I think to share Dogen's writing uh, is uh, really important and that is only thing I can offer. So I think uh, this is what I, I don't like the word should or need, but somehow, you know, this entire make, uh, functioning allow, allow or make me to <laughs> give presentation like this uh, using in English. So uh, this is a kind of a torture <laughs> to me. <laughs> I I hold, I wish I can request you all of you to study Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't need to speak in English. But somehow, from my side, I, this is only thing I can offer. So I try to do my best. And I'm not sure what I'm doing is successful or not, or meaningful or not. But somehow I'm trying to do my best. So uh, each time, sometime I evaluate whether my talk was successful or not, but basically I cannot do that. If I start to do such a thing, then I cannot continue because almost always not so successful, <laughs> always making mistakes. Uh, Next sentence, the life of this present moment, this present moment, now I am speaking, is within this functioning. So when to speak in this way, I'm supported by this entire uh, network of interdependent origination. This functioning is within life of this present moment. So this is not something uh, beyond this world, or this is not something uh, abstract, but this is actually working within ourselves, within each one of ourselves, and also as a whole. You know, you, you are now gathering to this zendo uh, because of some uh, cause and result, cause and conditions you may study to study Dogen or practice Zen and you become interested in you know, this strange writing by Dogen and you come even though 
uh, you are busy, but still the reason you are here, uh, you know, this entire functioning is working. So we are, each one of us, and uh, ourselves as a community, you know, we are part of this functioning. Now I can go much faster. Go to the next paragraph. <clears throat> life is not coming. Life is not going. Life is not appearing. Life is not becoming. And yet, life is manifestation of the total function. Death is manifestation of the total function. We should know that among the numberless dharmas in the self, there is life, there is death. Uh, life is not coming, life is not going, or life is not appearing or becoming. This appearing and becoming is also translation of genjo. Gain is to appear, and joy is to become. So this is something happening right now, right here. But he said, life is not coming and going. Life is not appearing or disappearing or becoming. But life is always revealing itself. Uh, life is never hidden. And this uh, not coming and not going uh, is who korai. Ko or kyo and rai. Ko is going, rai is coming. And this is the opposition of fuko furai. Fuko furai, that means not coming and not going and not uh, appearing, and not uh, perishing. No verse, no death. This is what is said, you know, in the Hath Sutra. Not, not arising, no arising, no perishing, no, uh, not uh, uh, pure, neither, neither pure nor impure or uh, <coughs> defiled. That is fat, uh, the same thing uh, Dogen said here. Life is, you know, as I said, bubble appear, stay for a while, and disappear. But actually, there's nothing appear, nothing disappear. So this is the same thing as uh, the Heart Sutra says. Uh, and yet, uh, Life is man manifestation of the total function, and this is manifestation of total function. Even it, not only our life as human beings, but even the bubble, the tiny thing, bubble, very simple thing, is also a manifestation of total function. In order to, you know, bubble is uh, air packed in the water. That means air needs to go to the bottom of the water 
to do so, there must be some structure and some power, some energy. How air can be the bottom of the ocean? But somehow it does, and it come up, and the bubbles go moving toward the shore face and disappear. Even one bubble appear, stay for a while, disappear. You know, the entire world is functioning. You know, in order to do that, to the air go to the bottom of the water, I think everything is really supporting everything, including the structure of the planet Earth and the moon and the sun and all other planets and stars. Without you know, their support and influence, you know, air cannot go down to the water. So actually, everything is really connected and supported by everything. And yet, nothing arises, nothing perish. This is a really strange thing to say. But that is how uh, this reality is uh, explained or expressed uh, in Buddhist tradition. Especially, you know, Nagarjuna put emphasis on this point, form and no form, uh, coming and going, and not, no coming and no going. Both are really true. So we should know that among the numberless dharmas in the self, there is life, there is death. So in this case, this the self, this self is jiko. And jiko is a very important word in Dogen's teaching or writing. You know, he said, to study Buddha way is to study the self. This is uh, Genjo Koan. And to study the self is to forget the self. And to forget the self is to be verified or illuminated by all myriad dharmas. And being verified by all myriad dharmas is to uh, drop off body and mind of the self and body and mind of others. So uh, to study about jiko or self is very important in Dogen's teaching. And this jiko can differ uh, many, not many, but different uh, levels. You know, jiko can be this independent, individual person, in my case, shohaku, and this is my self, this is my jiko, and your jiko is yours, and we are different, separate. Uh, this is, uh, in a sense, one individual self. But when Dogen uses uh, this word jiko here, uh, this is not individual self, but uh, 
you know, for example, one of his very famous waka poem uh, entitled Honrai no Menmoku. Menmoku is a uh, men is a face and mok is eyes. And menmok uh, means this self, the face or this uh, person. And hondai means original. So what is the original self? And the waka says, uh, I think you know this waka poem, you know, spring, flowers, summer, kuko, fall or autumn, what? moon or momiji. Akiwa momiji ba, yes. And uh, winter snow. That is the original face of ourselves. That is interesting. And uh, I think you know another uh, famous uh, Soto Zen monk poet, Ryokan, when he was, before his, his death, when he was asked to write a waka poem as his kind of a, what is the word, a keepsake, or katami, what is katami? Maybe the word is something like keepsake, something he can leave. As, uh, as the, not a symbol, but as his being, his presence. And he, what, uh, the poem he wrote is, uh, what can I leave as my keepsake? And he kind of imitated Dogen. Haru uh, wa hana, spring, flowers, natsu, hototogis, I guess, uh, sama kaku, and in the case of Ryokans, I think uh, uh, fall or autumn is moon. Anyway, that was Ryokans' uh, keepsake. That means that nature, the change of the nature, the four seasons, is their self. So even they disappeared as an individual, you know, those uh, change of the seasons and things happening within this world or nature, that is our true self. So that means our death is not really end of our life because we are the product of those uh, you know, this functioning. And those four seasons is a symbol of this functioning, this changing and creating. So, you know, this functioning is actually ourself. And Uchiyamuroshi called this as a, a universal self, not an individual karmic self. You know, Shohaku as a Buddhist priest is a kind of a karmic individual self. When I die, you know, the Buddhist priest Shohaku disappeared. But that is not my only 
itself, but the uh, functioning which make me or may allow me to be a Buddhist priest uh, is still functioning. So, you know, this uh, entire network of interdependent origination is actually the true self or so-called universal self. And we are part of it, but it, there's no such separation between part and entirety. That is what Dogen calls total function. Uh, we are product of this total function. And within, so within this uh, uh, total or universal self, there is life, there is death. So it's not a matter of, uh, you know, uh, our life is uh, part of it, only when we are alive, but within this, or not within, but within self, there is life and there is death. It's not a matter of uh, we are uh, existing only, only when or while we are living. Uh, we are there even uh, after our death. So important point, I think, is if we live and work and doing things only for the benefit or profit of this person, then our life, when this individual person died, nothing left. But if we are working for the sake of uh, all beings, all beings too, too big, but for the sake of something, then as far as even after my death, uh, as far as that thing continues, my life continues. In the case of Shakyamuni, you know, as far as, as until, as far as Buddhism, people study and practice Buddhism, his life continues. So his life didn't end in his uh, death. But if we do something only for myself, then if this person passed away, you know, my life is end. So this is uh, about the uh, quality of life. It's not a quantity. That, you know, I introduced Sakiroshi's saying, before he died, his death, he, uh, around, around when he was 85 or so, he said to live the life that lasts only 70 or 80 years is not so meaningful. But we should live the life that lasts uh, forever or eternally. That means if we, we see the zeroness, zeroness of this person and live together with all beings, then as far as you know, this universe continues, I'm there. But if I work only for this person's benefit, then this person disappeared, then we really disappeared. That is 
the uh, quality about quality of our life. So uh, in the uh, sutra of last teaching of Buddha, he said after his death, after Buddha's uh, death, if uh, the monks practice following Buddha's teaching, you know Buddha's Dharma body manifest itself within those monks' practice. That is also about the quality of the life. It's not a matter of you know quantity or length of time. So now uh, Buddhism or Dogen or I'm talking about you know uh, period of time, but it's not really a quantity of time or a quantity of space, but they are, and I'm talking about the quality of our life. So I think that is an important point. So even though he's saying uh, we should know that among the numberless dharmas in the self, there is life, there is death. It said, within this self, there are numberless, uh, numberless dharmas, infinite number of dharmas. But if we think, you know, within these five skandhas, there are, you know, numberless dharmas included, that is a mistake. This sentence doesn't mean such a thing. But this self is not these five skandhas. Of course, five skandhas is there. But this five skandhas is not entirety of ourself. Uh, next paragraph. We should quietly think whether this present life and all beings that are co-arising with this life are together with life or are not together with life. So this is a question. Any single moment and any single being are not apart from life. Any single matter or any single mind is not apart from life. So when we are born, we are born together with all beings. And we live together with all beings and we die together with all beings. You know, this is what uh, Uchiyamaru said in, he wrote a commentary on Tenzo Kyokun, and the title of the book is Defining Your Life. Or uh, recently that they changed the title, something like uh, Cooking Your Life or something like that. Anyway, in that book, Uchiyamaru said, we are born with this entire world, and we live uh, with this entire world. And when we die, this entire world also died. Uh, many people asked me what this means. Uh, you know, uh, and he said, Uchamura said, uh, we usually think our life is like, you know, there is a world like a stage. And our birth is uh, we appearing in this stage. And 
we play some kind of roles within this stage, and after for a while, we leave the stage. We are coming and stay for a while and leaving, but this stage uh, continue. I think this is main image of our life. We are born in this world and live for a while and do something and live the life. But Uchamura said this is illusion. But as a reality, this entire world is born when we are born. And we live together with this entire world and when we die, this entire world also die with us. This is kind of very unusual idea. So uh, many people ask me what this means. Is there such a world uh, created when we are born and disappeared when we die? I think most of us think the world is like this. That means there's no such, according to Chamuroshi's idea, there's no such things called world before I was born, and no such things called world after I die. But it sounds strange, I think, to many of us. So uh, people ask me what this means. And uh, in this case, I think the meaning of the world is slightly different. You know, in this model, you know, I think uh, because I studied history, I know even before I was born, there is a world and things happening. And because of the things happening in the past, I was born. And I do something while I was, I'm alive. And, uh, you know, for example, uh, my mother died when I was 28. Uh, but even after her, her death, I'm still alive. And this world is, is still there. So as a knowledge, uh, we know even before our birth, it's there. And even after our uh, death, it's still there. I think as a knowledge and understanding and thinking, I think it's correct. But uh, this knowledge about the past before I was born is simply a knowledge, knowledge of this moment and my understanding of this moment. So there's no way to make sure this is really true by returning to the past and make sure as my experience. So when he, Uchamurosh, is talking about this world, world is born together with me and died together with me, means the world I really experience. And that world I really experience is real world. You know, this is a kind of a product of thinking. And as a thinking, and uh, 
and we share this thinking and understanding. So as a human convention, this is correct. But we never experienced what happened before I was born. And uh, I never experienced what will happen after my death. So this world in which I experience, the world I experience is only together with me. Does it make sense? You know, for example, uh, when I was, I lived in San Francisco, there at the art museum there was an uh, exhibition of uh, photography by Ansel Adams, the very famous photographer. And the title of the uh, exhibition was uh, The World of Ansel Adams. I think it's not a strange title. The world, we can say the world of Dogen, the world of uh, Uchiyama Roshi, and the world of me. You know, Ansel Adams has his own world, and he in work within his world, and in his case, uh, through taking phot photography, uh, he expressed his understanding of the world. That was his world. And we cannot experience his world. But uh, by uh, seeing his photography, I can have some understanding or share some sense of beauty and greatness and dignity of the nature. But when I see the uh, photographies, photographs of, by Ansel Adams, I don't really experience his world. But this experience becomes my world. So uh, Ansel Adams' photography is a part of my world. I cannot, I don't really experience his world. So his world and my world is really different, and yet we can, I can say these two can be uh, interpenetrated. That is what uh, I think Uchamurashi meant. The world of myself is uh, born together with me. And uh, and it will die when I die. But so each one of us has a different world. When you are born, your world is created. And when you die, your world also die. And yet all those uh, worlds of each one of us are interpenetrated. And as a uh, common knowledge or understanding or com as a convention, we are thinking we live in this way. This we share, we are living within the same world and uh, we are born, stay for a while and we leave this world. But that is a convention made up in our mind, in our thinking. And as a thinking it's correct. We all agree. But that is not real reality, because we cannot experience that kind of uh, 
conventional world. So uh, what he's saying is uh, this world, entire world, is together with my life. So nothing within this world of mine, nothing is outside. Everything is together with my life. That's why he said, any single moment, any single moment, and any single being or things are not apart from my life. And any single matter or any single mind is not apart from life, my life. So uh, another kind of a important thing by Uchiyamuroshi is uh, everything we encounter is our life. Everything we meet is our life. We are all connected. And those things are my life, uh, my world. And from uh, next paragraph, he, uh, Dogen, uh, says the same thing from opposite side, that is, <coughs> Life is, for example, like a time when a person is riding in a boat. In this boat, the person operates the sail, the person manages the rudder, although the person rows with the oar, the boat gives the person a ride, and other than the boat, there is no such person as a self. The person lies in the boat, and the person makes this boat into a boat. We should make effort to study this very moment. This very moment is nothing but the world of the boat. The sky the water and the shore, all of those become the time of the boat. It is not the same with the time of something else other than the boat. Therefore, we give birth, we give birth to life, and life makes us into ourselves. When riding in a boat, our body and mind, ourselves and environment, all become the functioning of the boat. The entire earth and the entire space become the functioning of the boat. Thus, life is the self and the self is life. Uh, you know, before he said this functioning uh, makes us being uh, ourselves. But here, in this case, not only one side, 
one direction, but we create the world. World uh, produce us, and yet we produce the world. That is opposite side, but I think both are true. That means we, that is a kind of a different difference between a bubble and human beings. You know, we can uh, work together with all beings and change, make change in the world. That is what Buddha did. I think the human history without Buddhism must be very different from the history we have now. So uh, Shakyamuni Buddha's uh, experience of awakening and his teaching, only one person did it. But uh, from Shakyamuni's uh, experience, practice, and teaching, you know, many people became his uh, students. And from there, uh, you know, it lasts more than 2,000 years. And now millions of people are Buddhist. You know, this, uh, you know, I think Buddhism is a very important part of world history. So if Buddha didn't do that, then this entire world or entire history of humanity might be very different. So uh, we can change the world, even though we are production of this uh, entire world or entire uh, functioning, still we can change the function, entire functioning. So uh, entire function, functioning or total function, we are part of it, and yet we can change the total function from uh, you know, others' uh, direction. So this entirety of, of interdependent dental origination, and each one of us, as a part of it, are working together, creating something new or something different. So we are not, su we are not su such a small being. We, can, we are small, but you know, one person can really do have a huge influence to the world. So we need to see both sides. I think that is what he's saying here. So life is, uh, paragraph five, life is, for example, like a time when a person is riding in a boat, uh, you know, between the person and the world, there's something like a boat. That means we, between ourselves as individual uh, and this entire world or universe, there's something like a you know, family or a community or some kind of tradition. Uh, in my case, uh, you know, I became a Buddhist in the lineage or tradition of Dogen. So uh, practicing or teaching of Dogen uh, and this, his tradition is the boat I am riding. And 
you know, I, that tradition uh, makes me shohaku as a Buddhist priest. So I'm a product of, you know, this tradition. Uh, when uh, I read my teacher's book, I knew nothing about Buddhism or Zen practice. And in order to understand his teaching, his way of life, I studied Buddhism and Dogen's teachings. In a sense, I am a product of my teachers in that sense. And uh, after his death, I continue his teaching and practice. So uh, this is my boat. And I'm trying to you know, sail this boat in the way I can. So in this boat, the person operates the sail, the person manages the rudder. Although the person loads the, with the oar, the boat gives the person a ride. And other than the boat, there is no such person as a self. So I'm what I'm doing. There's no such things called uh, shohaku as individual, but this is this is what I'm doing. Uh, there's no such fixed entity called the shohaku. Beside what I'm doing, what, uh, and people or community, uh, I'm working together. So this is a product of that relation, interdependence. You know, this tradition and my teachers and my friends and my students uh, makes me into me. Besides this connection, there's no, no such things called shohaku. Uh, so the person uh, rides in the boat. I'm riding this boat. And the person makes this boat into the, a boat. So we, if no one in this community work to make this uh, uh, vigorous Zen center or Zen community, then there's no such thing called a Zen center beside you know, people's practice. So we make this place as a practice center, or this community as a Soto Zen community. Or uh, in my temple in Bloomington, you know, I found that small, very tiny temple. And I have been trying to introduce what I studied from my teacher and tried to share what I have been practicing with people there. <clears throat> so in a sense, I'm sailing the temple. But without the people who come to practice with me, you know, there's no such person called the Shohak. So there are two, both sides. You know, this uh, boat makes me into me, and yet uh, this boat is uh, operated and uh, sailed 
by not only me, but each of the people in the community. So there are two sides, always. So uh, we are in the boat, and the boat allows us to make me as a Buddhist priest or sort of then teacher. And I try to make this boat as sort of them uh, a community. That is how this total function is working from both sides. You know, it's same as the, uh, you know, there's one, not a koan, but one uh, sayings uh, in Zen that when uh, egg, uh, any kind of egg, for chicken egg, when the egg, the baby is ready to be born, the mother, you know, chick from outside and from inside uh, the baby bird chick uh, and break this uh, shell. That is how things are, uh, how can I say, moving and changing the world from both sides. We try to do something, and yet, uh, without the support from this entire functioning, we cannot do it. Even though uh, we are the product of this entire functioning, we have to do something. And we can change this uh, entire, entire functioning. So there's no such things called entire functioning or total function or network of interdependent origination besides what we are doing. So we are important. Depending upon what we do, you know, the nature or uh, nature or characteristic of this world or this community it's different. So we should make effort to study this very moment. This very moment means this to uh, entire functioning, total functioning, and the person working together. Uh, this very moment is nothing but the world of the boat. So when we are sailing a boat, this entire world becomes the world of the boat. So when, you know, in Genjo Ko and Ogen Zenji wrote about a birds and fish, and he says, if birds or fish want, uh, want to uh, investigate, and understand what this entire ocean or sky is, is like, uh, we, cannot really, we cannot start to swim or to fly. And when I read, I think I, read, I wrote in that book, when I first read Genjo Koan, I was 17, years old, and I was exactly like the fish or bird who want to investigate entire world before flying or before 
uh, swimming. I wanted to know the meaning of life and why I have to live. And I, I was kind of very childish, but I was determined. Before I know the meaning of life, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. So first I want to know why I have to live and how we should live. Then I can start to live. So uh, first thing I did was went to library and reading books about what the meaning of life. But at that, around that time, I read uh, you know, Genjo Koan, Dogen's Genjo Koan, and he said, first we have to swim or fly or doing something. Then we can find the meaning. Before we do anything, there's no such meaning that is existing before we are born. There's no such thing. But when we start doing something, we can find something meaningful and something not so meaningful, and something variable and not so variable. Uh, so when I started to practice Zazen, uh, that was when I was 19, uh, there are something very helpful for me to, to continue to practice Zazen. Those things become meaningful and valuable and precious to me. Of course, there's something uh, we can call obstacles or hindrance or difficulty to continue to practice. And those things continue to exist, of course. But uh, my world become uh, kind of meaningful, something meaningful, precious, valuable, and other things are not so interesting, so valuable to me, not uh, as a, how can I say, eternal truth. But to me, these are meaningful and important and valuable, and those things are not so meaningful, therefore I'm not so interesting. That is how our life become, or at least my life, become the world of Zazen. Before I started to do anything, you know, there's no such things. So, uh, to start something, doing something, is really important. And that was first thing I learned from Dogen. If I didn't read Dogen at that time, you know, I, th I think I continued to investigate what this world and what is the meaning of life without do doing anything but thinking. <laughs> and it's not so meaningful. And uh, besides Dogen's teaching about birds and fish, another thing very helpful to me uh, was uh, a friend of mine. Uh, he was uh, one of the classmates of my uh, at the high school, and he was a person who introduced Uchamoroshi to me. That means he knew someone who practiced with Sawakiroshi and Uchamoroshi. So this my friend uh, visited Antaiji during a summer vacation, 
and that was the time Uchamrosh first uh, uh, published his, his, his book. And when he came back, he allowed me to read that book. That is how I encounter with Uchamrosh's book. And uh, because of you know, that kind of question, and my friend, that, that friend had the same kind of question. So we are always discussing what is the meaning of life. <laughs> and uh, that was 1965. Uh, in, the, in December of that year, Sakiroshi died. So I didn't have a chance to meet him. And uh, I think in February next year, uh, my, that friend had surgery because he had some pain in, on his uh, stomach. And in next July, he died. He had a cancer. And because he was young, you know, cancer grew so quickly. And when uh, he had a surgery, you know, doctor couldn't do anything. So it was very pain painful and sad experience to me. But, uh, but uh, at that time, I didn't know he was dying, and he didn't know. Because at that time in Japan, it's a kind of a common practice that uh, uh, people, doctor or parent, didn't tell the person who had cancer. So I didn't know he was dying. So we continue to talk about what's the meaning of life. <laughs> but a few uh, weeks before his death, uh, he said, I'm not uh, interested about this kind of discussion anymore. For him to live, just to live is difficult enough. You know, I don't have energy to think about meaning of life. Uh, still, we, we didn't, I didn't know he was dying. Anyway, after he, when he died, of course, it was very painful because that was the first experience for me uh, about some uh, one close died. But uh, in a sense, his death in that way was a kind of relief. Or I felt I'm liberated from that kind of question, searching the meaning within thinking and reading books. I f first I found that life, life and death is not taking place in our thinking, but thinking is a part of our life. So, uh, you know, Dogen's teaching and this experience. Uh, allow me to understand we have to do something first before uh, searching the meaning of life. Uh, what am I talking? Uh, so, you know, ourselves and uh, this entire world or community or society is working together, creating uh, or evolving this life. So when I started to practice Zazen, this entire world became the world of Zazen. 
so the sky, the water, and the shore, all of these become the time of the boat. Something helpful and something not helpful or something obstacle are all about my Zazen practice. It is not the same with the time of something else other than the boat. Uh, therefore, we give birth to life. We give birth to life. Or we find meaning within meaning of life within our activity. And life makes us into ourselves. So life and we ourselves working together. We make life and life makes me. Uh, so when riding in a boat, our body and mind, ourselves and the environment all become the functioning of the boat. In my case, uh, functioning of a, or a function of Zazen practice. The entire earth and the entire space become the functioning of the boat. So in my case, this entire world is a world of Zazen. And within this, zazen, this world of Zazen, you know, some uh, part of the world is really helpful and supportive and encouragement of my practice of Zazen. And the other part might be not so helpful but we can or even obstacle or give me difficulties, cause me difficulties. But from that aspect of the world, we can, I can also study many things about our life and about Zazen. So this really entire world support me continue to practice Zazen and study what this practice means and what this life means. So, thus life is the self, and the self is life. I think this is the same as what Dogen said in Genjo Koan, you know, uh, bird is life, life is bird, and fish is life, life is fish. You know, life is something formless, and fish or bird some, has something is very concrete, and kind of limited, but uh, without life, we cannot be a bird or human beings. And yet, without you know this concrete, uh, impermanent, and uh, often deluded human beings, you know, there's no such thing called life. So life. Uh, that is uh, formless and universal. And each, oh, sorry, each one of us, kind of a, uh, and a small and, and self-centered and deluded, and they try to study and live together with all beings. This, this both sides working together. So life is us, and we are the life. And this entire universe is me and I am the entire universe. That is what I think Dogen want to say uh, in this writing, total functions. 
So total function include both sides. Well, I think it's time to stop. Uh, We have, I think, three more lectures. Four? Four? Okay, good. Uh, I'm sure I can finish uh, Zenki, but I'm not sure about Tsuki. <laughs> but I try to do my best. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by the Brooklyn Zen Center. Our programs are given free of charge and made possible by the donations we receive. For more information on supporting Brooklyn Zen Center, please visit the giving section of brooklynzen.org.